Hello, and welcome to Lazari's Library. I am your host, Lazari Elias, and I will be reading this fun book to you in this, well, my sister says it's an amazing series, but I've only read the first one. Actually, I think to you I've read the first one, and this is the second one, so it's a perfect order. It's called the Anastasia series, so it will be, uh, yeah, um, I will be reading it to you. Um, it's called Anastasia Again by Lois Lowry. I can't pronounce that properly, but maybe it's correct. Um, and so, um, I hope you enjoy if you decide to keep listening. Thank you. So, here we go. This book is called Anastasia Again by Lois Lowry. I have... I read the title to you before, but if you have forgotten, um, then read it to you again. So, um, let's begin. Um, uh, okay. Um, just... The suburbs, said Anastasia. We're moving to the suburbs? I can't believe it. I can't believe you would actually do such a thing to me. As soon as I finish this chocolate pudding, I'm going to jump out the window. We live on the first floor, her mother reminded her. You've been jumping out of your window for years. And the first time you jumped out of your window was when you were three years old and didn't want to take a nap anymore. Yeah, said Anastasia, remembering. You thought I'd been kidnapped when you came to my room and wake, to wake me up and I was gone. Actually, I was outside picking all your tulips. I could have killed you for that. It was the first time I'd ever grown really terrific tulips. I wish you had killed me for that, because there isn't any point in living if you have to live in the suburbs. Her father put found the magazine he was reading, the New York Times Review, the New York Review of Books. He was reading an article called Moral, Morality, something, and Mythology. Anastasia didn't have any idea what that meant, but she liked that her father knew what it meant, and that he liked reading about it. And she was absolutely certain that there wasn't a single person in the entire um, suburbs in the United States who would ever read in their entire life, read an article called Morally and Mythology. How on earth, said her father, can you be so sure? When you hate the suburbs, when you have never lived any place but this apartment. Daddy, Anastasia pointed out, I read. You know that. You yourself taught me to read when I was four years old. I read books about the suburbs. I know what people live there are like. Oh, what are they like? Not like us, that's for sure. They, one, they live in spit-level spit houses with stacks of matching furniture. Can you imagine that? 
Rooms of cute matching furniture. Good grief. I mean, think for a moment about our living room here in this apartment. Think of all the neat stuff we have in it. They thought. Books, said her mother. Right, millions of books. And there aren't any bookcases in split-level houses. Right where the bookcases should be, people in the suburbs have a huge color TV instead. We have a TV. In fact, I'm going to miss the first inning of the Red Sox game. Daddy, we have an ancient, small black and white TV. And there are books on top of it, books behind it, books in front of it. That's not the same. I'm talking about a monster color TV. And on top of it is a bowl of fake fruit. Fake fruit? Are you sure of that, Anastasia? Absolutely. Just look in the Sears ad in the paper. But forget that for a moment. Think some more about our living room. Painting, said her mother. I think that people in the suburbs would have paintings on their walls. Wrong, said Anastasia. The paintings on our walls are real. We have some of your paintings, Mom. And we have that one that I did of a rooster when I was five. And we have that really neat one by your friend Annie, Dad. I wish you'd get rid of that, Myron, said Anastasia's mother. Annie was a fine painter, muttered her father. And a fine per- and a fine um and a fine person. You would have liked her. You would have uh, let you will like her if she ever comes back from Central America. We'll have her from um we'll have her for dinner. Over my dead body we'll have her for dinner, said Anastasia's mom mother. Mom, Daddy, you're missing the point. The point is that we have meaningful paintings on our walls. And people in the suburbs do not? No, they definitely don't. They have pictures of Sierra Nevada painted by number. Or else pictures of kittens with big eyes playing with balls of yarn. It goes with matched set of furniture. Actually, said her mother, our furniture is pretty awful, some of it. No, it isn't. We're the only people in the whole world who have a white couch with a big sunflower embroidered on it. Anastasia, the only reason for the sunflower is that I had to do some cover up on the spot where Sam threw up. But that's okay. I mean, it's okay in the city, but if we lived um, in a split-level house on some development, people wouldn't understand it. Anastasia, said her father, in the booming voice that he used only when he was beginning to be annoyed with something, you're making assumptions. I am not. I never make anything. I didn't make the school basketball team even. You are making assumptions. I don't even know what assumptions are. I can't even make decent brownies. Premature assumptions. I didn't make the finals in the sixth grade song me. I can't make anything. 
You are making hasty judgments, idiotic, premature assumptions, and you are also making me miss the Red Sox game on TV. Now Anastasia knew that he was really getting mad. She scowled. I hardly ever even make my bed, she muttered. The last thing I ever made in my life was a dumb potholder in third grade. I never made a premature assumption. If I did, it would come out crooked. Her mother sighed. I'll tell you what you make, Anastasia. You make like life very difficult sometimes. She, she began to pick up the shocked chocolate pudding bowls from the table and put them in the sink. Her dad went to watch the Red Sox game. I'll go get Sam. Unless maybe he's already jumped out the window. He's getting old enough to figure out stuff like that, said Anastasia. She wandered down the hallway from the apartment, thumping the walls as she went. It made a nice, hollow, echoing sound in the dark hall. Anastasia had noticed that for the first time, she was three or four and had been thumping the walls ever since. There were handprints way down low from when she was very small. Handprints higher up from when she was bigger and a dark stain at that height. She had squashed a tomato where she was when she was nine and very angry about something and now that she was 12 and beginning to be quite tall her handprints were appearing at a level that had never had handprints before the whole apartment had a history and it was her history and her parents history and beginning to be sam she had planned to show Sam how to thump the walls with that hollow sound very soon. She thought of moving made her stomach ache. And we didn't have a chance to talk about the other stuff. She called back toward the t- kitchen where she could hear her mother um, clearing the plate. That we would have to do after, that we, we would have to have a car for Pete's sake. We would have to pollute the atmosphere with a car, and I would have to do the dumb suburban stuff. Probably I would have to do Girl Scout. There wasn't any answer from her mother. In the living room, she could hear. Her father turned the volume up on the TV to drown her out. You could never, ever wear jeans anymore. You know, Mom, she called. Ladies in the suburbs only wear cute cotton dressers from Lord and Taylor. No answer. She stood still for a minute outside Sam's door. And they play bridge every afternoon. And have... Affairs with the neighbor's husbands. Do you realize that? No answer. Her mother was washing the... Was... Turning on the sink water really loudly. 
which meant that she was getting pretty mad. In a minute, she could probably throw a dish. Oh, rats, Anastasia muttered to herself and opened the door to her mother, brother's room. Once before Sam was born, it had been dining room. Um, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I, I'm not going to um, stop there. I'm just going to tell you that when I read, I might have a little sniffles because um, that's just what I got um, for a little bit. But um, I will try to read very clearly. Once before Sam was born, it had been the dining room. It was true that they were outgrowing the apartment, but they, but that, it didn't matter. Not as much as the other things mattered. Hi, Sam, said Anastasia. Her brother was sitting in his crib with a blanket over his head, chuckling. Quiet, being so cute, she said. I have terrible news. Sam took the blanket off his head and looked at her. His face had sleeping, sleeping wrinkles on it. Frank Goldfish is going to die, said Anastasia sorrowfully. Goldfish can't survive things like moving to the suburbs. Suburban goldfish are different. Anyway, they have tanks with all that plastic junk in them, castles, and little fake drivers. Frank just likes his little ordinary little city goldfish bowl. I'm quite certain that Frank will, Frank will not survive this. Then she realized that Sam didn't care about that. It, it was Sam who had flushed Frank the first down the toilet. And also, she told him sadly, I know that your blanket won't survive. Moving men absolutely refused to to move grubby old blankies. I'm sorry to tell you that, Sam. She lifted him out of his crib and took his faded yellow blanket away from him. He grabbed for it, missed, and burst into howls. It's really too bad about your blankie, Sam, said Caesar in a soft, warm, mournful voice. I suppose we'll have to put it out for the trash men to pick up. Sam stamped his small bare feet. Give me my blankie, he roared, grabbing for it. Anastasia held it up higher. I'm so terribly sorry, Sam. She said in a chicken tone that she was imitating from an old movie that had been on TV recently. George Brent telling Betty Davis that she had a brain tumor. Sam's howls turned into streaks, streaks, and he threw himself on the floor and began to kick. Mom, Dad, called Anastasia. I just told Sam the news. Can you hear him? He doesn't want to move to the suburbs either. Anastasia went to her room to sulk. She always left the door open when she was sulking. She had perfected the art of sulking, and no, no, and one of the essential points was that people had to know you were doing it. 
so it was important to leave the door open. She lay in her bed, which was the best place for sulking, and was visible from her open door. But when no one was walking past her room, sulking was boring. So to pass the time, she got out the notebook in which she had intended to write a mystery novel. She had been intended to write it for almost a year. As soon as she could think of a title, she decided to write a mystery after she began to think that Nancy Drew mysteries had no relationship to real life. Whose real life, after all, included haunting ha haunted houses, spiral staircases, or twisted candlesticks? Yet real life, especially Anastasia's real life, was full of mysteries. For almost a year, she had been making notes about the mysteries for her own existence. None of, none of them yet seemed to lend themselves an entire book. The mystery of why I am not allowed to go to an X-rated movies, even though I have known all the facts of life since I was six. For example, was a was a great mystery of real life, but she couldn't seem to go on to write a novel about it. Now, angrily, she wrote, the mystery of why some people make decisions without consulting with 12-year-old children. Then she wrote chapter one, decisions about moving to the ugh, suburbs. But she got so mad just thinking about it that she, that she didn't write anything else. It was hard to write in a notebook while you were lying on a bed anyway. It was much easier to just lie back and sulk. Okay, it seems like we are going to stop there, but it sounds like Anastasia's family is moving to the suburbs, and well, um, maybe, maybe they're going to not move to the suburbs, maybe they are. Um, I might continue to read aloud this book in my next episode. But I hope you enjoy. I really did. And I hope you wonder what's going to happen next. Maybe you can get the book or maybe you can keep listening to Lazar's library. Um, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for all my support. And um, I, I will be sure to post a new episode soon. So, thank you. I hope you enjoy.